Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SideRetiredPod in all capitals for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporty events to concerts, including Major League Baseball and Taylor Swift. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. Hello and welcome to the last day of Major League Baseball until spring training begins in a couple months because we're here to report that the Arizona Diamondbacks are indeed probably dead in this series. It's now three games to one Texas Rangers. Diamondbacks are putting up a little fight. We're actually recording this episode during the ninth inning because we think this game is pretty much over. It is 11 to 5 Texas Rangers right now, but that's after the Diamondbacks scored four cushion runs here in the eighth inning. But Guys, is this series over? And of course, this is Dylan joined alongside James, Nico, and Henry as always. So the floor is open. Let's eulogize the Arizona Diamondbacks, or at least what we think is going to be the end of their season. Never back down, never what? <laughs> never, never surrender. Up. Never back down, never what? Never, never surrender. give up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the Diamondbacks still take this in seven. Uh, back to my original prediction. This Diamondbacks team is just so good. It has so much talent. Um, you know, obviously they got stuck in a bullpen game today. Uh, Zach Gallon's been so good in the playoffs. I mean, I can't even think to a single time he's had a bad start this whole postseason. <laughs> Seems like he wins every time he takes the mound. Um, so yeah, I'm have to say the Diamondbacks win Game Five uh, tomorrow. Uh, this is going back to Texas for sure. The Rangers totally won't be celebrating in the pool tomorrow. Uh, I don't foresee that happening at all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to give – I didn't want to say anything just so James could start and, like, bask in, like, the Diamondbacks losing. But, yeah, I mean, it's over. I'm going to be honest. I got really worried when Adoles Garcia got taken off the World Series roster. Um, Ended up not mattering because, again, they have the best shortstop in the league. They have the best second baseman in the league. They have Josh Jung, who – if he doesn't get hurt, he could have been the best rookie in the AL. Like they're just their offense is just on a different planet r- right now, and it seems like no matter what, I don't see a way that the Rangers go four games without scoring eight runs in one of them, so, and I don't see the Diamondbacks scoring ten. So I I think this is as good as done. I think the key is there's two things. One, still a great season from the Arizona Diamondbacks, no matter what James is trying to tell us. This is a Great run that they've had this playoffs, but I think this series has definitely exposed that the Texas Rangers, both offensively, defensively, pitching, bullpen, power, they're just a better baseball team. And that's what we've run into. And this playoff, there have been several upsets, but this is one of those series where from the get-go, it seemed like cool story dying back. Here come the juggernaut Texas Rangers, and the bats have been electric. The pitching has been electric. And the Arizona Diamondbacks, great season, but it is coming to an end. With that being said, I don't think they lose at home. I think they're going to push this thing back to Texas, but still a very solid chance that the Rangers win one of game six or game seven. And the pitching matchup for game five is going to be Eovaldi, who we will probably mention on this podcast yeah, later on again against yeah. Zach Allen. So this is not going back. This is not going back to Texas. Henry? I think I don't even know. I mean, I don't know. I feel like 
it's over, right? It's over. Don't get me wrong, but I think the Diamondbacks aren't gonna aren't gonna go down without a little fight. I think that Ivaldi puts together a good start, but gets touched up enough, and clearly Zach Gallon has the talent. Um, okay. We've yet to see it in the playoffs, but I think I think it goes back to Texas, and Texas takes it in Game Six. I like it. And of course, as Nico just mentioned, Adolis Garcia and Max Scherzer are out for the rest of the series. They've been removed from the World Series roster. So again, does not have a huge impact tonight, but we'll see what happens. Well, Scherzer was expected to start game seven. It seems not likely that that could now go to John Gray or Andrew Heaney, who they pulled after five innings today to keep him eligible to pitch again in game seven, if we even get that far, which seems like in our opinions, it won't actually matter. Guys, we got to stop sleeping on this D-backs team. This is a great team. They've been a great team all season. Um, I, I, we can't just count them out yet, guys. It's, it's, this is it's what's going to piss game. me off. This is what's going to piss me off is that the Diamondbacks are going to be the runner-ups this year, and then James is just going to be like, guys, I told you, the Diamondbacks <laughs> suck. I've, no. been saying it, I've been saying it the whole year, guys. <laughs> I told you the Diamondbacks weren't going to do anything this year because they didn't win the World Series. I was right. That's BS. <laughs> no. I can't, I can't we're going to go. And we're gonna, we're, tomorrow, we're going to talk about how Texas won the series. You're like, guys, I've been saying it. I've been saying it. I'm, I'm calling it from now. I'm <laughs> calling it from now. I don't care how you spin it tomorrow when they jump in the pool. You were wrong, James. <laughs> Dude, I predicted D-backs in seven. I'm, I'm standing with my pick. I'm with my guy. <laughs> uh, shout out though to Tommy Pham, another solid game offensively, who continued to be my MVP. of Bro, the no one cares about Tommy Pham, Dylan. <laughs> when he gets a big fat contract from the Red Sox this offseason, you'll care no. about Tommy Pham. <laughs> but again, we'll do our pre- uh, preview of the free agency coming up next week, likely. But what we're going to do for the second half of today's episode is we've got a fun topic for you guys. And with the World Series, there's a lot of key moments that people will remember forever. In all likelihood, game one of this series will actually have that as well with the Corey Seager, Adolis Garcia. But instead, we're going to do a nice little draft here to round out this episode. And we've got Dylan, Henry, James, and Nico in that order. We're going to do our favorite moments from the World Series for the last decade. So that is from the 2013 World Series between the Red Sox and the Cardinals, all the way through last year's World Series between the Astros and the Phillies. We're going to do a nice little snake draft of, again, myself, followed by Henry, James, Nico. Then we'll go in reverse order. Three rounds, so we'll give you guys basically our dozen best moments from the World Series alone over the last decade. And I will lead us off with the performance that individually might carry this person into the Hall of Fame, despite a uh, not Hall of Fame-worthy career beforehand. And that is a postseason legend, but in his most dominant performance, Madison Bumgarner, Game 7 of the 2014 World Series, coming out of relief on two days rest, shutting down the Royals for five innings, and of course, the Giants winning their third World Series in five years, cementing the dynasty. So to kick off our World Series moments, it's Madison Bumgarner closing out Game 7 of the 2014 World Series. Henry, the floor is yours with the second overall pick. You know, I mean, we talked a little bit about some of our ideas and some people were like, wow, Henry, that's a great idea. So I think this is almost just a pick for me to stop other people. <laughs> Nico from taking my pick. Blake Snell getting pulled in the 2020 World Series will forever be questioned by baseball fans and will go down as probably the most iconic moment from that series because that's what gave the Dodgers their first Mickey Mouse ring in a long time. 
Go yeah, like that's that may go down as the most questionable managerial move that we've ever seen in the World Series. That is up there. Like, not a lot come to mind, but the fact that just so dominant, get they get one blue pit. And you're like, yeah, Blake Snell's gone, and then goes on to win. He's gonna win another Cy Young. Just I think the key is all the moments we're gonna mention today are basically big key hits or performances to win a World Series, and that's a managerial decision going one two on today's draft. But James. You've got one three for us. Um, there's gonna be a common theme in my draft. Um, at one three, I'm gonna take Howie Kendrick uh, going off the foul pole in Houston in Game Seven uh, to win the World Series for the Washington Nationals. I like it, Nico. Round out the first round, and you also have the snake around oh. for the second round. Damn, where to go? Okay, so. I'm going to start with the homer pick. I'm going to start with the homer pick. I'm going to go 2018 World Series. Probably the best pitching performance I've ever seen, barring like perfect games and stuff. I'm going to go with Nathan Avaldi. Obviously, in a loss for the Red Sox, but going six innings, perfect. Just absolutely shutting him down. Went and just burst onto the scene was what everyone was expecting that Nathan Avaldi could be. Easily the best moment that I've had watching a World Series. Right back at you. Where can we go? Where can we go? There's a lot on the board. And of course, we have a running list that we've been going from, but uh, we'll reveal all the ones that just missed afterwards. I don't want to go. I don't want to go double Red Sox and I want to go double a World Series. So I got to. Bad luck. There's a lot from that other World Series that the Red Sox are in, too. There is, but I'm going to go. Damn, bro. You guys took all the good freaking World Series. (laughs) And again, we are not limiting ourselves to one pick per World Series. And of course, you can tag us at, and I'm buying some time ah. for the boys, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, at Side Retired. Let us know where you would put your guys. Nico, yeah, I'll go course. I'll go with, in my opinion, the best walk-off of the decade. Um, in, in this the decade we're talking about, um, I'll go Brett Phillips. I think that that walk-off is getting talked about for a while again, it ended at a loss, but I think it, it it spoke like fairy tale when you were seeing it. Like it was like so storybook that I'll go with that. I'll go with Brett Phillips' walk off 2020 World Series. James, the floor is yours again. Yeah, I think I have to think back to that 2021 World Series. Uh, Jorge Soler taking Luis Garcia uh, over the train tracks uh, was pretty, pretty poetic. Um, I really enjoyed watching that. Uh, and I think. Seeing that video, you know, with some nice, um, some nice smooth, smooth uh, music in the background on TikTok, always puts a nice smile on my face. Um, so yeah, I'll go with Solaire twenty twenty one, five hundred foot moonshot. Uh, I out think of the I'm stadium. picking up your theme based on yeah, your first two. Yeah, I know I have it. I've, I had it from <laughs> Henry. You've got two, three. Um, I really, I think this is an underrated moment, especially because of how bad this team is now but Alcides Escobar leading off the world the bottom of the first in the world series with an inside the park home run is so electric go back and watch that video the crowd was going absolutely ballistic it is so much fun and it is the most meth start to a world series ever so uh thank you for bringing up 2015 the the bane of my existence and the uh Alcides Escobar home run. You forgot to mention that Ioannis Cespedes thought he was playing soccer. Yeah, I, to kick I don't know ball. how it wasn't in the air. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a disappointing one. And uh, 
my second one, I'll go with another moment from 2015. But I can't believe this game is still here at 2-4. And that's the 2016 World Series Game 7. And whether it's the Cubs winning it all for the first time in over a century, whether it's Rajai Davis hitting the home run in the ninth or the eighth inning off of Raldis Chapman, David Ross hitting a shot, Dexter Fowler literally led off the game with a home run off of Corey Kluber. This game literally has it all. And I was debating between this and Bumgarner for my 1-1, so I'm thoroughly impressed that this made it all the way to uh, the eighth overall pick. Not in the spirit of the draft. We're, we're not cookie cutter here. <laughs> but <laughs> Nice I to know that we're all picking moments, and Dylan's just like, yeah, I'm going to pick a three-hour moment. <laughs> well, who do you – literally – what? Oh, it was a five-hour moment. There was a rain delay. <laughs> That's a, right. Not to mention, there's also the uh, rain delay, as well as in Ben Zobers comes out of the rain delay that Jason Hayward gave a speech in that – Dylan, define moment. The moment is the night that Cubs fans don't remember anymore because they all probably like got drunk out of their mind after the fact that they found I, I think they, won I think they remember it vividly. <laughs> I would like so, the 2016 World Series Game Seven is my moment because no one not, seems to want to take it. No not one wants to take yeah, it because it's not a moment. It is a moment. That whole euphoria. No, it's a game. Down. All right, fine. The moment is when the Cubs won the World Series. Now okay. someone else go ahead. Yeah. And take Rajay Davis's home run and be unoriginal, but it already got picked. Oh no! How... <laughs> no, oh, no, no one, no one has touched. Like that's why I was worried that no one's going to touch it. So I wanted to cover the whole game. But oh my gosh, James picked Howie Kendrick. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, no one touched Game Seven, so that's why I wanted to get everything in, so we make sure we shout it out. But yeah, so my one and two picks so far have been Mad Bum and the Cubs winning the World Series. I'm feeling very strong about my choices so far, but. My third and final pick to begin the last round. I have two overall very baseball memorable moments. So I'm going to go with the Homer pick. And that is um, the moment when Joe Buck screamed out and the captain's gone deep when David Wright hit his World Series home run in 2015. The first home run that happened at City Field history in the ballpark for that. That is something that me personally, I will never forget with the David Wright background behind me right now on the poster board. So I could go with Matt Harvey. I could go with anything. I could go. Not go with Matt Harvey. <laughs> I could. You know what? Scratch that. I love David Wright, but you know what the moment is? He lost to the World Series. <laughs> Dylan has picked. Guys, it may sound good, but just so you guys know, Dylan has picked a I very good like... pick. Mad Bum. Great pick. He had the <laughs> first pick because he's the host of the show. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> then goes and picks a game. When we're talking about moments, obviously, a guy who creates the draft does not understand how the draft works. <laughs> then picks as his last pick to seal the deal. <laughs> a guy from a team who lost. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great um, draft. But no, since you guys don't like David Wright, I'm going to change game the uh, No, David Wright homered in game three, which they talk about Matt win. I wasn't going to go with Matt Harvey, but you know what? Since you guys don't like David Wright, as much as that's the moment that I will always remember for the rest of my life, but since we want to go, want to go with the moment that everyone will remember, it's when Syndergaard threw at Alcides Escobar's head at the first pitch and to basically combat the game that Henry just talked about where Alcides let off the game with a home run, Noah Syndergaard made the comment of, I'll meet you at 60 feet, six inches, and then proceeded to throw the ball at Alcides Escobar's head, so... Shout out Noah Syndergaard, who people don't remember anymore, but we remember that moment. So there you go. Those those are my basically 10 picks in two slots. Great draft, Dylan. Great draft. 
Henry, you've got three, two. <laughs> I mean, I was sort of debating between a couple here. They both happen in the in a two-game span. But, you know, since once again, we're not cookie cutter here, I would like to quickly acknowledge how underratedly important Chaz McCormick's catch in game five of last year's World Series was. That single-handedly won them the game. And bringing it back to that Houston crowd, it completely deflated the Phillies. You could say, yeah, it was the it was the no hitter, but I would argue that the fact that that drive by Realmuto got absolutely robbed really sealed the deal for that World Series and gave the Astros their one legitimate championship. And James, is that a dynasty that we're calling it? Uh, no, not a dynasty. Not even it's close to a dynasty. Very far away from a dynasty. <laughs> but James, you do have the third pick in this round, and if we want to continue the trend, I have a feeling what bomb you're about to talk about. I will be taking two moments from two different games. Sue me, I don't care. Juan <laughs> Soto going off the train tracks, off Garrett Cole, electric moment. That's my first pick. Second pick, Juan Soto going second deck to right field and then proceeding to carry the bat even further than Bregman did <laughs> to first base is my second moment uh, in this 3-3 pick. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I vividly remember Juan Soto becoming uh, owner of the Houston Astros uh, on Wikipedia, uh, obviously a very trusty and reliable site. Um, and yeah, I mean... Uh, you know, Astros two and two in the World Series in seven years. Uh, not a dynasty. Uh, I remember more of them losing than more of them winning. Um, and you know they cheat. So uh, Juan Soto. Uh, the theme continues. Nico, round us out with the final moment of our top dozen slash at this point probably two dozen. Um, again, yeah. At this point, I guess I'm going to just pick two moments because everyone's picking <laughs> two moments. Uh. I'm just going to encapsulate this since we haven't used our curse as the shit show that was the 2013 World Series. Um, I'm going to take the walk-off pickoff that happened with Koji Uehara picking off um, John Jay. Terrible. Like how, do you, how do you get picked off in the World Series? Colton Wong. We don't want to embarrass John oh, Jay. Oh, Colton Wong. Damn hey, it. free my boy Colton Wong. I have his double A. John Jay's a freaking – John Jay's a UM guy. Should have known that. Should have known <laughs> it was him. But and then I'm gonna tag that along with Will Middlebrooks um absolutely tackling Alan Craig for an interference call to cost us that game. So um I'm gonna take the those two things, put in one in probably the weirdest two moments in World Series, just like two odd things to happen in a World Series. I like it. So that'll ground out the draft. We do have a couple other moments that we least thought of and we wanted to give a shout out to, including Steven Strasburg selling his arm to the devil to win a World Series for the Nationals. We've got uh, the Red Sox winning their first World Series at Fenway Park, and I believe it was 90-plus years, if I have that correct, I think 94 yep. years. We've got the Brett Phillips walk-off with the airplane. We've got the Rajai Davis home run. We've got the David Wright home run. We've got the 2017 Game 2 that nobody brought up in that World Series. That was the Altuve Correa homered in the 10th. Puig and Kiki Hernandez tied it in the bottom of the 10th, and then Springer hit the big home run in the 11th inning back when there was no uh, extra base runner rules. So that was a back-and-forth late game. There was also, Nico, correct me if I'm wrong, there was like 16, 17, 18 inning game between the Dodgers and the Red Sox as well. That's one more Evaldi pitched. Yeah, exactly. So that one as well, we highlighted the Evaldi performance. And James, you said you got one else as well that you want to shout out. 
Yeah, Patrick Corbin coming in Game 7 uh, of the 2019 World Series. A great pitching performance from a terrible pitcher. <laughs> also, shout out, Christian Javier threw a no-hitter last year that, that we also somehow did not admit as a top dozen moment. We in, do not care. <laughs> he also did not throw a no-hitter. He, he combined... I retired his anti-Astros, so... We don't. We don't mention that was that was a shocking revelation that nobody knew. We hate the Astros. Uh, all right. Well, that concludes this episode of Side Retired. <laughs> We've got another great instant reaction. Hopefully, to there being a game six for content purposes, because then we've got another episode to fill up. But maybe we're celebrating in the Texas Rangers victory of the World Series. But we do have two cool interviews coming up in the near future. We've got Danny Wexelman of ESPN and SNY. We've got Danny Vietti of the Wake and Rake podcast coming up. And then a big one that Nico and I are really excited for. The play-by-play host of the Miami Marlins, Paul Severino, will be joining the show next week as well to talk about the Marlins season as well as all of his great journeys in baseball. So make sure to check that one out when it releases next week. But of course, we'll be back again tomorrow night recapping Game 5 as well as potentially another one of these fun World Series type previews slash looking back things. So if you like that, let us know at Side Retired Pod on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn now, TikTok, and YouTube. And of course, for Dylan, James, Nico, and Henry, until the next time, the side is retired.